What's up, what's up? This is the Network Marketing Mastery Podcast with Shante and Matt Hall, episode number eight. And today we're going to be talking about why every single person should be a network marketer. Do you really believe that? I do. Every single person? Everyone can benefit from network marketing. It might not be that everyone chooses it, but every single person can benefit. And we're going to talk about why. I agree. I think I think that that every single person should be involved in network marketing. And for those of you who are are involved, you know, maybe this episode will find its way into your friends' hands that are not yet involved. That would be cool because hopefully we can help them to to understand and open their eyes a little bit. But for you, I think that this is an important belief. If you believe that your business, this business model is only for a certain niche of people or a certain type of person, group, then you're really limiting who you can impact, right? Now, it is beneficial, especially if you're doing marketing online to target a specific niche and, and you know, target your messaging to a specific type of person. But if you limit, if you limit your mindset to, to a certain category of people, man, are you missing out? Like we have... We have every type of person that you can possibly imagine on our team. We have top executives of super successful companies. We have doctors. We have lawyers. We have uh, real estate agents. stay-at-home moms. We have real estate agents. We have restaurant owners. We have young people. And- yeah, college students. We have retirees. We have, yeah, There's our company and our team has really reached every single demographic that you can imagine. So- Let's talk about some of the benefits, first of all, that come from network marketing. And then we want to talk about some of the different types of people who could benefit from being involved. So one of the one of the first benefits of network marketing as a business is obviously that you get to diversify your income, right? I think the statistic is that the average millionaire has seven different income streams. And so it's beneficial for you to not be reliant on one individual income stream. And I would also argue one type of income stream. So if right now all you have is an active income where all of your time working generates a specific salary or hourly wage or, you know, something like that, then that's one type, that's an active income. Creating a residual income from continuous customers is a different type of income. Creating investment income is another type of income. And so not just having more than one flow or stream of income, but also having different types of flows of income, I think is very, uh, it creates a more safe financial environment for your family. Uh, Next is another benefit is the community and the tribe. I feel like one of your top things was always that you wanted to be surrounded by really cool people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny to say that, like that in that way, right? To like want to be around cool people. But I think so many of us feel like we want to be a part of something. We want to be seen. We want to be with other people, but not just be with other people. We want to be with people who get us. We want to be with people who are doing something important and amazing. Or- and have a common goal. Totally. Right. Yeah. Or a common, a common, yeah, common desire to impact. Yeah. Uh, I think it's why we we congregate in church communities, right? It's why we congregate in 
in schools and clubs and you know every everything out there we we build our life into these little tribes these little pockets and these little tribes of people and that obviously is not something new that's been going on for thousands of years and when you think about it back in the tribal days the reason that happened is you had a greater you had a greater chance of survival if you had a diversity of skills within people so you had the baker you had the butcher you had the the smith right mm-hmm. so people uh it, you need a diversity of people and so coming into tribes people felt safer one because they could protect themselves in a group but also it brought a diversity of skills and i think that that is one of the things that draws people to network marketing totally we've had so many people who either are just customers and they'll come to events because they want to be a part of that community. And even people who have said many years that they would maybe like to build a business, but haven't really committed to the action steps that it takes to build a business, but they just want to be a part of it. They just want to be coming to the events and being able to feel important and you know be a part of something really helps to just inspire people and help them to feel like they're growing. That's the next one. The one that I'm most passionate about is, is personal development. We talk about how it's important to diversify your income. It's wonderful to have community. And then this third thing is that I feel like network marketing is the greatest way to have personal development because on a day-to-day basis, you're required to step into a space of choice and deciding, okay, what am I going to do to better myself and better my business, better my life. And so that requires developing yourself personally. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know all the reasons why, but I feel like network marketers are the coolest people. And that they like they are the people that are actively seeking more than any other category of people to better themselves. If you look at as like a an entire group of people. Um, and part of it, I think, is because it is hard. This is not an easy profession. Especially, I'd say, if you want to earn a really, really good income, like if you want to earn five hundred to a thousand dollars, that is actually relatively easy if you're just willing to stay the course for uh, a decent amount of time. But to it, it is a it is just like any like most professions, it takes time, and so through that time, personal development is the tool that keeps people engaged. It keeps people growing so that they can up level in their skills. And so we are a, a profession that's obsessed with personal development. And I've had a lot of people who have come into our team or come into the profession that are, have been friends of mine in other companies who have said, who have, who have later left, or they've just, you know, they're not as involved as they used to be, who have said that the greatest thing that they took away from this profession was the personal development mm. and how much they grew for being from being a part in the profession. Totally. Well, I love that. Uh, the next thing we thought of is the sense of service and fulfillment. So we talk about how there are two types of revenue in our business. There's the, the, um, financial revenue, obviously, but there's also the emotional revenue. There's something unique about, like we talked about in the last episode, this business model where you only grow if you're lifting other people up. If you're able to help other people be successful in their health or with whatever your service is that you offer in your company, 
and and also in the business, then that's that's those are the only two ways that you grow by helping customers be successful with the products and continue ordering them, or helping business builders be successful in the business uh, and continue growing. And that brings a lot of fulfillment. Like when I see our six-figure earners watching the stage. Walking the stage. What did I say? Watching? watching? Not watching. Walking the yeah, stage. They're on the stage. Being recognized. There is no, there's nothing better. Totally. I remember when we first walked on the stage and it was so exhilarating and exciting and to feel recognized was fun. But then our upline said, just wait. Yeah. Like, you just won't even be able to imagine what it feels like to see your own people. I'm going to yeah. cry. Like, seriously, oh. when we've gotten to see our people do that. There's nothing better almost. Like, it's it's just so good. And knowing that that like obviously it was their build. It was their it's their success, but that we played a small role in helping them. And then when they come to you it's with so much gratitude. That you get to be a part of the process of them growing and developing. Totally. You see the whole thing. Um, and I'm going in just a couple of days, I'm gonna be down in South America watching dozens and dozens of our leaders walk as six-figure earners. And like, I'm just so excited. Just <laughs> I'm just so excited. So that goes even further, though. That so many companies, and I don't I don't know about every company, but so many companies have um, specific uh, purposes or things that they, you know, other organizations that they partner charities, with. Charities. Foundations. Yeah, that extend the service further, right? Like different, whether it's humanitarian work or um, like helping um abused women or like struggling um like people in other countries what do you call I don't know why my brain yeah. just like oh third countries third right countries. Third countries, yeah. yeah yeah and when you think about it like that also ties into the tribe aspect when you're able to gather a large group of people who are you know similar minded you can raise a lot of money yeah and it's impressive like we've we've done uh we've done uh projects with our company's charity which is called healing hands and we've we've seen multiple times our team raise ten thousand dollars twelve thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollars in just a couple weeks yeah and what's cool is our company matches those right right? and so you're doubling your efforts the effort that you get is all like it yields so much already being able to being a part of a network marketing company having such a a team of people and then your company matching that is huge it compounds. Just, yeah yeah it's huge so there's lots of ways that, that we experience fulfillment in this business and there's some people who do not do the business for the income they don't really do it for the community they don't really do it for the personal development they do it mainly for the sense of fulfillment that they get um so and you know that goes for each one of these categories and then the next one is a network so we wanted to talk through just a couple different types of people and how they benefit from having this community, this network uh, effect in their business. So the first category is stay-at-home moms. Shante, how do you think stay- some stay-at-home moms might benefit from being involved in network marketing? Like, why do why is most of network marketing women? <laughs> well, I feel like a lot of moms they feel like they they at some point kind of lose their sense of self they're just so focused on being a mom and that's what they do in their home they're with their kids mm-hmm. and they want to be a part of something important that is kind of outside the home but still allows them to be home 
It's not that they want to not be a stay-at-home mom. They do. They want to take care of their children, but they want to be a part of something that is bigger than themselves and and feel like they're a part of that community, right? And um, yeah, I don't know. There are other things. Yeah. I mean, the income as well. Like, I think to be contributing to the family's income is something that a lot of women, they want, right? Yeah. Whether they have like a really tight budget. And they feel like having extra cash will just allow that that budget to be a little bit like more exciting to work with, yeah. right? Or like I've seen people like it's all going towards family vacations. Yeah, they just feel like they don't really have much going towards family vacations. Yeah, yeah. Some so I hear some moms talk about how they wanted to upgrade their food life and be able to shop at Whole Foods uh, instead of you know in the normal grocery store. Uh, or yeah, the vacation thing is really common where people even who are just doing it as a hobby, they earn $500 a month and they put that together and that pays for two or three different vacations as a family. How cool is that? I think sometimes we diminish and a lot of the haters of network marketing, they diminish, uh, they diminish small success, Yeah. right? Where 300, 400, 500, a thousand dollars a month actually makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. And for someone to have a hobby income like that, where they're bringing that in every single month from working just a few hours a week is a pretty remarkable business model where you don't have to worry with all of this, of, of all of the stresses of building a business. Totally. There's other ways like to, to make side income, right? Like yeah. writing eBooks or selling t-shirts, like whatever it is, I like, Uber. yeah, there's yeah. other ways, but to be able, network marketing being the best way as we've talked about before um it's fulfilling right it's like to be a part of that community and then to be able to have that income on top of it is just huge for stay at homes so i'll fly through a couple more categories of people here that we think you know again we think every type of person but sometimes people think of high income the high income category and they think oh i don't need to invite them to network marketing they won't benefit well, I'll tell you, we have so many professionals on our team who earn an amazing income. And one of the things about earning a great income is if, let, let's say you're an executive in a software company, right? And you earn a great salary every single month. Uh, typically, most people end up increasing the level of their family's expenses to the level of their income. And hopefully, they're they're setting some money aside and saving and investing but even then, they don't really want to touch that. The goal is to not touch that for 20, 30 years and let it just grow. And so that comes with a level of risk. Like if you lose a high income uh, job and you're not immediately able to get another job for the same salary, then you're left with this burden of expenses that's really overwhelming. And so, so many top earners out there in the corporate world, they love having an additional stream of income that's not tied to how many hours they're working so that it can grow over time, even if it's slowly while they're working their job and it can turn into $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 a month over the long term. And then if something ever happens, that creates a cushion for them. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, again, just going back to that idea of diversifying income. Uh, And I I have one good close friend on our team who she has a great income from her company but she's building this as her retirement. She sees this as her as part of like a big part of her retirement plan. Um, next is low paying jobs. Why would low paying jobs want to be a part of our profession? One, I think obviously to make more money is pretty obvious. 
But also, again, you don't have to do this full time. And so a lot of people who aren't earning as much money as they would like to yet, they find themselves working two, three, four jobs. A lot of hours. A lot of hours. And that's okay. But none. most of the time, those jobs aren't something that can compound and grow. And so they end up just in the rat race yeah. of just constantly working extremely, extremely hard hours. Yeah. And trying to decide, like, am I going to save this money or treat myself? And when am I going to go on a trip? Or am I ever going to go on a trip? Like, it's just this constant kind of stuck in that. Yeah. And so if you can set aside five hours a week to building a network marketing business, just fit it into the nooks and crannies of your life, you can start to build an income that's not determined on your time. And that can scale. And over time, you can drop one of your side jobs or two of your side jobs. Um, and eventually, you could go full time if you choose to. Uh, that's pretty much what we did. Um, young people, why would young people benefit from building a network marketing business? A lot of people feel like you're young, you don't have a good network, you don't have experience. Like it's I just sure felt that way. Yeah, we were very young when we first started. And we did, we felt. Um, that it was more difficult for us. That was kind of a, a limiting belief that we really attached ourselves to for a while. Um, while maybe there's some evidence that that's true, that you have a smaller network than people that are in their 30s or their 40s or their 50s, you have more time and you can leverage the time that you have to be able to have that compounding effort over time, be able to really bless you. Like, and maybe more energy too. I, I don't want to say that young people have more grit or more energy, but there is a level of willingness to hustle yeah. that does diminish as you get older. I don't think for everybody necessarily, but I do think that there's, there is, you in know, general. more vitality in general and energy. So utilize that. Like we worked our tails off uh, when we were young, not that we're not young now, but when we were younger, 10 years younger and that's really paid off for us. Totally. It's hard to imagine. Like, it's kind of crazy when we really think, wow, we're 32 and 33. <laughs> and like where we're at right now, right? Yeah. And we hear that so often. That's one of the one of the things I hear the most often when I'm talking to leaders who either have um are older than us or been in longer than us, is just this resounding, wow, you're you're this old and you're making that much money, like you still have so many years at that income level to be able to have that compound. Yeah. They always like turn to their spouse and be like, imagine if we had found it when we were 22 or 25 or whatever. Totally. Uh, what about retired people? Like, should they just give up and say, oh, we... Uh, we we have a lot of people who build this in retirement. Yeah, whether they like need the money or not, they usually don't. But it's just this exciting, fun thing for them. It, it gives them that sense of fulfillment. Your mom is an example. She really did not need to do network marketing. She, yeah. In fact, she was very against doing network marketing at first. When we first started, you were like, mom, please just let me use our house. <laughs> you don't even have to come to the class. Just let me use the house. Yeah. And she attended to support us and um, ended up deciding to buy to support us. And over time, it was like, it didn't make sense not to, to you know, share build a business products, because yeah. she wanted to share the product. She just loved him so much. And now she's like one of our top leaders. She travels around the world. She has a team in India and in Brazil and in the Philippines. This lady like, probably works 
like 10 hours a day and she, she just loves it and she doesn't need to, but it brings a sense of fulfillment and and joy. Yeah. Well, the people in the Philippines call her like the mom of, of the Philippines, right? Yeah. Or the mom of India for her team in India. Like she's yeah. just there for them and she loves to help them. Yeah. I think we, we under, we undervalue the power of a sense of contribution. Yeah. Like when you're contributing to other people's lives, I think that that is, is one of the most rewarding things is mm-hmm. to know that you're serving other people. So. so that can be something like, as you're thinking about this and you're thinking about people that you want to share the opportunity with, like and, we don't. And, oh, sorry. I was going oh, to say, and if you are a retired couple and you do really need money, this is a great way because instead of you going out there and doing, you know, hustling and working really hard hours, this is a pretty cushy deal, <laughs> right? Like you can choose it, your hours. It does start, the income does start small, but it grows over time. And again, yeah, you choose your hours, you choose how much you want to work, how you want to work, if you want to Where travel, you if you want to just live on the beach full time and do it from, you know, Guatemala or Costa Rica, you can do that. Like there's, there's so much flexibility with it. Yeah. And then the last category we thought of was business owners. So people out there, or, or maybe if you're a realtor or a restaurant owner or you know any of these professions, there's always a benefit from having a bigger network. And from the minute you join a network marketing community, your network is not just your downline. Your network is the company. Like if you're attending events, if you are connecting into the matrix, right? You're you're plugged into this group of this group community. Like, let's say you're a realtor, for example, you start going to events in your local area, you're going to very quickly uh, have a lot in common with two, three, four hundred people that could use you to buy their homes, right? And so just inserting yourself into such a tight network of people, you can benefit in your business as well as contribute to this group. Um, same thing with restaurant owners. Sometimes I've thought like, wow, if I was a restaurant owner, I would make my restaurant the hub for the company where everybody wants to bring their prospects there to learn about the products. And maybe you give everybody in the company a discount. So there's this sense of loyalty and everyone's like, oh, we're going over to Tom's tonight. You know, uh, like tapping into a network of people again can be beneficial for any other type of business that you may have. So I see that as a big benefit as well. Yeah. So hopefully these things have been helpful for you just to help you build your belief in who you know and why they should be doing network marketing. Every single human that you know would benefit from building network marketing. So that's it for this episode. We want to encourage you to subscribe. No, don't subscribe. Don't subscribe. Yeah, we decided that we wanted to uh, use reverse psychology. Yeah. See that button there? Just don't touch Do not it. hit the subscribe button. Oh. This is how we sometimes play with our kids, right? especially when they were really young. Yeah. If, like, we, if we really wanted them to do something, we'd say, don't do it. Don't do it. And obviously, they would go and do it. So we want to try this technique with you guys. Do not subscribe. Do not send, do not take a screenshot of this episode, (laughs) post it on your Instagram stories and tag Matt underscore Shante. Do not do it. Do not. Do do not leave a review. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you guys. Take care. We'll see you next episode.